Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing on the Shady Pines Radio Network. I'm your host, Chris, and this is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And we're bringing to you another fine hour of whatever wonky shit comes into our heads today. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Chris. You know, uh, today we've got Eliza Butler on the show. That's uh, she's, uh, she's She's a comedian in the Portland area, uh, so find her on Facebook or whatever. And... Uh, She's also a therapist. We uh, we had a lot of fun today learning how terrible our coping mechanisms are. Uh, and uh, yeah, if if you want to hear anything about <laughs> the terrible ways we are dealing with life or what things to name a cat, pay attention after this. All right. And how was your meal? Excellent. Great. That'll be 1020. Okay. Darn it. What's wrong? Oh, this stinking POS always freezes up. You should try business payment services. I already have a theater degree. No, no, no. Business payment services is the new way that small businesses are taking credit cards. What? Imagine a point of sale system that prides itself on benefiting the merchant and the customer. How? BPS uses software and equipment that are all tied together. That way, the merchant has 24-7 access to detailed reports, employee profiles, and most of all, fast and dependable sales every day. Time. Oh, but customers always hate those surcharges. That's what's so cool. There's no transaction fee, so you're able to keep your prices low. Everybody wins. That's actually pretty cool. More and more businesses are choosing business payment services every day. I can see why. And their customer service? Fantastic. I definitely need to check out business payment services. Awesome. Well, have a good day. You too. Thanks a lot. Hey, hey, wait. Hey, you haven't paid yet. Bring it back here. Visit bpshq.com or call 877-623-2021 and get your business set up for tomorrow today. Subliminal loving. For the love of everything and the space in between. Thursdays, 10 to 11. Here on Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today's special guest is Eliza Butler, a Portland comedian and therapist, which is going to make this probably our best episode. Well, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) I'm already excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Sorry. No no, no need to pressure you. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know either. I, I feel pressured now. Come on, Chris. What are you doing here? Our whole nine viewers. It's not that much pressure. I promise. <laughs> Good. And yeah. I probably know like all of them. So hello. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> uh, Eliza, how have you been? I mean, we've been in a soft apocalypse for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. How's that going? <laughs> well, I'm alive. 
and my cats are alive. So that's as good as I think it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hanging in there. Um, you know, I'm doing solo quarantine, which has its own challenges. Um, but, you know, that's, a, you know, I'm ready for spring and ready for people to get vaccinated. And just it seems like we're almost there. I'm trying to kind of hold on to that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same. Yeah, hold on to something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Tie a knot and hold on. Whatever it takes, you know? <laughs> yeah. What about y'all? It's been uh, it's been rough. It's been interesting. <laughs> like I'm I'm still working, so mm-hmm. I'm you know I work in a restaurant, so there's customers, there's people there. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get busier, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, we, we people are on edge. People <laughs> people are. Uh, we we had a DoorDash guy come in. I talked about this in the last episode, but do it just, just a quick refresher for everybody. <laughs> DoorDash guy came in. One of our, our cook, another one of the cooks, uh, when we hand out to go beer and stuff, um, they, we need to ID check people, you know, even if it's just in transit. Um, and so he's like, Hey, can I check your ID before I give you this beer to take to some, somebody the Guys, like, what you want to fight? <laughs> no, <laughs> It's just, I think people are just really quick to, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, we're all tense. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's real. It's, you know, definitely. Yeah. I noticed it in myself. I was like driving to work and just yelling at every car because mm-hmm. you're going two, two miles too fast over the speed limit or something like that. Just like, mm-hmm. or too slow or like, I'm just like, <sighs> wait, I feel like, is that not just what driving is? Hang on. Am I learning a thing right I, now? I really try not to. <laughs> I try not to. Wait, and Charlie, are you in Portland? Uh, I live in Beaverton. I work in uh, Portland. Okay. So. so you know Portland drivers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I lived in well, Chicago for a long time, and I got here, and I was like, what are people doing? <laughs> so well, yeah, I don't, I'm originally from, like, Washington, and just mm-hmm. even noticing, like, northern Washington to here, mm-hmm. the difference between how people drive. I mean, there's dumb drivers everywhere. I'm not. Right, I'm just saying for about six months out of the year, we can't even see where the lanes are in Alaska. And mm. we still are more organized and efficient than 90% <laughs> of Portland drivers. It was factual. Mm. So you guys know how to do zipper merges up there? Because <laughs> Portland seems to. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, that's my number one complaint. Like, I see it coming. Like, all right, look, we're going through this together, buddy. You're going to go there. And I'm going to go right behind you. And that guy's going to go right behind me. All right. And they're just like, no, I'm just going to cruise around. Everybody try and get up three cars ahead. I'm like, you're stuck in the same traffic, man. Like why? I mean, with Alaska, we had like 10 whole people on the highway at any given time. So it's not something I really had to worry about till I got here. <laughs> yeah, you, oh yeah. This must zip, seem like zipper merge with all the moose on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Another classic yeah. Alaska zinger from Charlie. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it must have seemed like, I don't know, a lot more intense driving here, I would guess. Oh, yeah. I get uh-huh. I get real, uh, real upset about mm-hmm. driving here because people don't seem to like to stay in their lane. And that's confusing to me mm-hmm. because I feel like we all know what coloring is. And you are coloring with the car. And that is that is worse. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's just the deadliest coloring possible. <laughs> yeah, I just, 
like I, I'm I'm of the mindset. I'm like, okay, I know five miles down the road, I'm gonna need to get in that exit lane. I'm gonna stay in this lane until I get there, and I'm just like hell or high water. Like this is my lane, and people are just like you, like all over the place. I'm like, it's the same three lanes. This is Highway 26. We know there's a tunnel, and then it's it goes like this one in the middle, and like like. <laughs> Which one are you going to? It's not that it shouldn't be this hard. But I see like semis who get down there and they realize they're going in the middle lane and they're just like, move. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not just like, can't. To be fair, a semi is hard to argue with. Well, I, yeah, and I drive like a Ford Fiesta. I'm not trying to like get in a fight with a with a semi. I'm just like you're not a DoorDash driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a, a, Oh, we're gonna launch a whole new stereotype about DoorDash drivers. <laughs> I feel on this bad. Podcast, like I'm gonna feel bad about it. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we're all under pressure. Everybody's stressed. I can we, can, dun, we know dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, we're all we're all David Bowie under pressure. <laughs> uh you can't all be Freddy. You know, some of us are Vanilla Ice. So yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no, because that went dun 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 dun. Oh sure. That was that was a difference. Very, di- very different, very Is distinctive. That... Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Charlie's a drummer. Oh. Uh, no, no, I mean, that's what M- that's what v- Vanilla Ice said on MTV when they asked him about it. It's like that's the same baseline. You stole that baseline. It's like no, ours has an extra note. <laughs> right, right. Like, well, uh-huh. I mean, you're only working with so many notes, I guess. Yeah. You know, one point to him, and then now he performs at Trump rallies. So he should have taken that extra beat out. He would have been cooler. Right? I mean, if you're going to be an asshole, go full bore. Mm-hmm. <sighs> don't half asshole? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Technically, what I'm doing there, Charlie, is earning points. Yeah, I know. It hurts. <laughs> points, <laughs> points, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Eliza. Yes. How have you been? You, you already asked that. <laughs> I've only yeah. just begun to get into this, okay? <laughs> yes. I yeah. mean, have you been doing Zoom mics or anything? Um, no, you know, I tried them a little bit at the beginning and it was just like not my thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm super glad they exist. I think a lot of people are really enjoying them and I, it's just this whole new thing, which is really fun, but it was just like not for me. Um, so I think like as far as comedy, I was like thinking about before we started today because I was like, I'm going to have to talk about that. So at the start of 2020, I'm decided I was going to try and like tweet every single day. Um, and I, I don't think I made every single day, but I made most days. And so that was kind of like my real writing practice for the year, which like was like, you're my one joke a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, sometimes it's a lot more <laughs> like, yeah. people are following me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. There's so many, but uh, <laughs> yes. So it was kind of my way of just like, kind of still writing, still keeping in touch with that, like, you know, networking with folks elsewhere. Um, and I really, by the end of the year, really started seeing a difference in like my writing, just like I could tell I kind of leveled up, which was really exciting for me. So nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So I recommend it (laughs) if anybody wants that kind of, cause it really is kind of low barrier to entry, you know, just like, yeah, one tweet a day and then you're done if that's all you want to do, but it really adds up. So, um, and let's see, I took a sketch class in the fall and then right now I'm doing a pilot class, um, dramedy pilot class with kickstand, which is amazing. And I highly recommend it if anyone has any 
desire to um, write a pilot. It's the teacher is like a working writer. She's so smart, so amazing. It's really wonderful. So I highly recommend it. Heck yeah. Shout out to kickstand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got some good stuff going over there. So, so yeah, that's kind of been my comedy, <laughs> my comedy year basically, which is, I'm so grateful for comedy though. I, I think a lot about if this had happened 12 months earlier and how different my experience would be versus the folks I know now. And like, that means a lot to me because it was, it would be really bad <laughs> if I didn't, <laughs> you know, didn't have the, the comedy community and, you know, in general. So um, yeah, very absolutely. grateful. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Oh, so I did not remember this until now. Actually, right at the uh, onset of the pandemic, the last thing I ever hosted, I think I co-hosted with you. Mm, we were going to, and I didn't go. I ah. think Mar- um, Maricha Hoprich took my place that day, that but I, I was supposed wrong. to. Yeah, but I was supposed <laughs> to. Um, but I was just like, this seems bad. And then that was kind of like the last thing I did, which is like a bummer because March of 2020 was like, I had my most bookings ever. Like I was super, super excited, but that's okay. You know, it'll all come back. I'm not worried, but it was a little bit of a bummer because I was looking forward to hosting that mic with you. I think it's a lot of fun, but yeah. I'll let you know, uh, one thing, uh, Mm -hmm. you, you, you probably did the right thing. It was, Mm -hmm. it was not great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was just starting to realize, oh, wait, this is actually a thing. Like the day before that, my office had closed. It was like, no, we're done. Like work from home from now on um, until the foreseeable future, which is still happening, obviously. So um, I've been very lucky to be able to work from home um, and still work with folks and people still have therapy. Like, I, you know, that's really wonderful. I think about like how, I mean, I guess there wasn't so much therapy like in the Spanish flu pandemic, but like, what was that like for people who couldn't, you know, get out or anything? So I, you know, get messages by carrier pigeon out the window. Like, <laughs> right. oh, I kind of feel down today. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The telegram oh, okay. back. <laughs> yeah. Do deep breathing or whatever. <laughs> Hang yeah. on. I got to tweet this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally right. tweet because it's a bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, See, this but- is why you need two co hosts because if I explain it, then it's sad. But if Charlie explains it, then it's funny. <laughs> Right. Then we're on the same team of like, oh, now we get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, it was uh, it's so weird. That was like to think like even even like late March, we like the band that I'm in, we had bookings for like April and I think June as well. And even even like. March, we're like, well, this could, they said two weeks, this could blow over by then. Like, we could, we could be working, you know, we could be, and it's just like, nope, we're, we're shutting it down. I'm like, that's kind of when I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Like, and, and that was the point that I just moved in with Joshua and, and Hannah. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm just kind of like in between, like crashing in between apartments and, um, it turned into like almost two months that I was there, like watching the early stages and like everything just completely subvert. I was just like, what now? Wow. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My cat just puked. So I'm very sorry if that came through on audio. 
It's like, what is happening? I don't think um, it did, but uh, I'm glad it's but... now in the recording forever that it happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, you know. Uh, yeah, sorry. So, and there might be some cat chaos. Um, I cannot control them. So they like to jump through the screen and I try to hold on to the camera, but <laughs> just to warn you ahead of time. Yeah. But yeah, I think at the beginning we were just like, oh, you know, I think if we had known then what we know now about how long it was going to last, we all would have done something different, you know, in some ways. Um, we had no idea. So naive. <laughs> <laughs> so naive 11 months ago. Yep. But I mean, okay. So like 2020 was like, in some ways, like this very long year. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like January, this January has been the longest January. <laughs> oh yeah. That's still happening, isn't it? Yeah. It's still, it's still <laughs> January as of, as of today, uh, recording date. So. Yeah. I mean, who knows what could happen tomorrow? Like the space aliens could come back and like fix it all, which would yeah. be a great end to this January. But yes, it feels like a year long January. <laughs> like we've already had so much, which, which of course, like last January, we have to remember that that was like when um, Australia was on fire and that was like all anybody was talking about. Mm -hmm. It's just so crazy how like these events get kind of blown up and it's all we hear about. And then it's just like, boop, like, that went forever. We've like, had literal multiple explosions, like giant ass explosions over this last year, too. Yeah. God, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's it's it's a lot of news going on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, here's the like, news I really want to talk about. Oh. And uh, this is some Portland news. Uh, Ted Wheeler pepper sprayed a guy. <laughs> outside of McMinimins, which, okay, so I have to comment because I worked for that company for six years. I feel like it's just, it is my duty. Outside the Hillsdale pub, which I was, someone told me it was Oak Hills pub, but that was false reporting. It was Hillsdale pub, um, which I've been to. And I, I literally know staff there. Like, <laughs> uh, Was he just, in the McMinimins or was this outside? So the the story I read said he was eating in an outdoor tent. It was like a tented because you uh -oh. have to eat in a on a patio. That's still so dumb. Um, but I like you. You have to go inside to order, kind of thing, or, or maybe you don't. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, so this guy comes up to him and says, "You're breaking regulations, and also you've made this a terrible city. You've ruined Portland." The guy who who accosted him was the heir to the Alpenrose Dairy Fortune and an attorney and a Trump supporter. <laughs> and the guy the other person who was there uh was former mayor Sam Adams, Samuel Adams, who recorded the whole thing on his phone. <laughs> it's just so wild. This is like everything the more I learn about the story, the better it gets. And it's one of those Russian nesting dolls. Oh, There's yeah. always a more fun detail coming. <laughs> yeah. And and I think it's the cherry on top is like this is the second time this month that Ted Wheeler has been in a restaurant and someone's been like, you suck. <laughs> He's gotten into some kind of altercation. Okay, to be fair though, I feel like more people should be walking up to their representatives and if they do in fact suck, letting them know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cyberbullying our mayor is like our sacred duty, you know. <laughs> um, he deserves it. He sucks. Here's what I got to point out. So, like, generally, I don't want to speak for everyone. I'm not a Portland native um, or anything, but generally, from what I've heard, uh, Sam Adams was kind of like a well liked mayor. 
Um, and but he like had sex with an intern in the mayor's office, and the intern was like 19. And everybody was like, Well, he's you know, it's not like he's cheating on anybody, it's technically legal, it's kind of trashy, but it's kind of Portland at the same time. And I was like, Okay, you know, there you go. Remember when Ted, that used to be a scandal? Yeah, and Ted Wheeler is like <laughs> Ted Wheeler. Uh, anyway, after the, so after the first one, I heard him. Uh, I heard the mayor on uh, Think Out Loud on OPB, um, and uh, he was he was like, "Well, we have to we have to up the mandatory minimums to make sure these people are scared that they and they know they can't attack me. I mean, this city, like." <laughs> Oh come on, dude! Yeah, just get some takeout, man. Good DoorDash, right? You might get, get some booze from the you DoorDash. You want to fight guy. someone? Yeah, you can have them come to your door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You should tip extra though if you fight your DoorDash person. I would think. Yeah, not if they start it. And in fact, if they start that fight and they lose it, they owe me a tip. Well, look, Ted Wheeler is very conscientious because after he pepper sprayed this guy. He did toss a bottle of water at him so he could wash his eyes out. You know, that's just that's just the kind of guy he is. <laughs> He's just so experienced with giving people chemical burns in their faces. He's like, no, nah, you're going to need this. But like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I like, wish I could see the video. I want to see this happen. Like, why yeah, is this so the, why is it apparently there is video out there, but um, oh. the guy doesn't think he wants to release it because he's the, the video was of the guy who was assaulting the oh. mayor <laughs> so or who the guy who got pepper sprayed I should, and he's he originally said he was going to drop it but i don't think he's going to oh. wait wait so he actually tried to punch ted and then ted pepper sprayed him well no he he got up he said he was like uh, from there there was a uh sam adams had a sound recording and he said that like hey you're too close you're like a foot away from from ted uh you should say six feet away. But the guy kept like coming up. It's like, you're ruining the city. He, he didn't throw a punch or anything. Oh, okay. Uh, but the, the, the one of the, the last restaurant, <laughs> the last time the mayor got attacked at a restaurant, uh, that guy, like that person shoved him in the shoulder kind of thing. But Ted didn't pepper spray him then. I guess he, he didn't have it on him. Hmm. He learned, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like yeah, he got some from the feds back in the summer, and now yeah. it's his little thing. <laughs> he went. He went to the cops. He's like, "Hey guys, can I just? You got something? A little mm-hmm. can of CS gas just hanging out. I can just borrow." Yeah, it's this cool is... if it's expired. That's more fun. <laughs> this is the worst case of everything looking like a nail I've ever heard of, because his one tool is not a hammer; it's chemical warfare, and I don't know <laughs> that that should be the answer to every problem in life. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does solve something quickly, though. You know, I, I suppose. I would argue it maybe doesn't solve a problem. It it kind of just like forces something to happen. It might not be a solution. There's like there's people there. I'm gonna spray. Like I want these people to go away. I'm gonna spray them with pepper spray. They'll either go away or they'll be mad and fight back. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of. I hope it was just as uncomfortable for Ted because he had to be in that tent with them still right like he didn't just leave i uh, i think he did they some i uh 
I don't know if the guy left or if Ted left, but no, no. I think Ted drove away. It said it said he drove away. Huh. Anyway, I just, <laughs> this been, that story's just been on my mind all week. I cannot stop thinking about it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, what will be the next weird thing that will happen? In fact, I mean, Mount Tabor. <laughs> I mean, we're we're coming into February. Chris, do you have any predictions for the for the the next weird month? No. I'm not going to give the universe any fucking ideas. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not playing that game. I still want to know what happened to the wasps. I've just. Mm. I live in Vancouver and I have not run into any, but I haven't heard of any resolution. And I don't know what happened there. Oh, I think. I th- yeah, as I was gonna say, I think they um, found a nest like up in northern Washington and like were able to like get it. That's the last I heard. Right. That's like one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So we got something. Uh, c- please continue talking as I look up facts, which is my, you know, that's why I'm here. <laughs> the fact, the fact checker, the fact checker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this article is called great news about bad news about murder hornets. Uh, okay. Depending on the situation, invasive species can wreak some genuine havoc, but sometimes perception of danger is so far overblown that other problems ensue. Murder hornets are a perfect example. Known in polite society as Asian giant hornet, um, it is the lar- largest in horn in the world. Uh, They're spitting a lot of facts at us, which means they mm-hmm. don't know either. That's mm-hmm. what I'm. <laughs> now, the good news. Uh, the Asian giant hornet is less dangerous to us than bees that are already here. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, an average of 62 pe- people die annually in this country from bee, hornet, and wasp things. This isn't making me feel better. No, that's not what I wanted <laughs> to hear. They still can sting you, that you know. And wasps, like bees, like they sting once. No, like, don't wasps sting repeatedly? Oh, yeah, because their uh, stinger isn't attached to their guts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so they can really, you know, fuck you up <laughs> repeatedly, as opposed to a bee who's oh, like yeah. a suicide. Pilot, okay, so you know? so this is from the Guardian, um, and it's talking about British Columbia uh, is resigned to a long fight after 2020's efforts to track and kill the invasive species ended in frustration. Um, so it's they have not found all of them. While the eradication of that one nest in October was a success, officials to the north in Canada have dealt with a number of setbacks on their own bid to eradicate the hornets. Um, they tried bottle traps, streamers, and radio transmitters. They didn't get anybody. So they're still trying to find them. So essentially, I'm right to be worried. That's what I heard. Well, I mean, that's Canada, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the border is still closed for COVID, right? So I feel bad that Canadians are dealing with them, but we should be fine, right? Yeah, because hornets don't have passports. They can't get through the border. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, and that's a problem for another time. You know, we want to make sure everyone's represented, but they need to, like, not be so murdery first. You know know what's great about Washington is we've got the enhanced driver's license, so you can uh, use terrestrial crossings into Canada uh, with just your driver's license. Um, I'm sorry, what? 
So if you get you, the, I, I don't know if this is still happening, but they used to have the enhanced driver's license and it would, you could um, use it to drive into Canada. Like uh, just that border though. Or, not or Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. But huh. yeah, only, only ground crossings. Not, you can use it on a plane or a cruise ship. Um, if you're still, that's better than nothing. I'd take mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. kind of cool. We went up, my, my grandma got that and we went up a few times. I, I love Vancouver. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, I've never been. I'd like to see it, but yeah, it's it's, it's a lot like Seattle, um, which is why it's used for a lot of Seattle's <laughs> in movies and TV shows, and a lot of everywhere, honestly, because it's just a great blank city. This um, <laughs> like we can just put whatever we want here. Um, no, it's really beautiful. Excuse me. See, went, I've never been anywhere. Like, I've been to Alaska and uh, Portland and Vancouver. You've been to Tacoma, right? That's true. I guess I did do a couple shows here in Washington. Oh, I've been to Seattle. I've been to Seattle once for a show for Bobby Higley. When this is all tra- over, do you want to travel more? Or do you, are you just like, I'm good? Um, <laughs> I would like to get out and see more of the world. Um, like I've obviously weeb shit everywhere. I would love to at some point check out Japan, mm-hmm. Tokyo specifically. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I also really, really want to go to New Zealand at some point, potentially mm-hmm. move there. Uh, mm-hmm. cause I think they have their shit together a lot more than America does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the temperament is close enough to Alaskans uh, because <laughs> we also all hate the animals that exist around us because they are frequently trying to murder us. And I'm like, yeah, OK, yeah, it's a warm Alaska and I can handle that. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think I think the opinion of the sheep is pretty great. New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. Like, don't they have like three sheep for everybody in the country or something like that? Some massive amount of sheep in that country. I mean, that's fine. Look, all I'm saying is when they start filming Lord of the Rings shit again, I'm going to make a great like little hobgoblin orc thing and I'm going to make hella money being a background character. Like, I have this shit set up, put the vaccines in our hands and let me go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. So that, right. There's an Amazon like Hobbit show or something, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 That's right. They're, they're doing the, it was going to be young Aragorn, but they kind of pass on that. I don't know what, it, what they're going to do now. I just imagining like a young Sheldon type. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that is also exactly where I went. <laughs> I would love that. I would... Yeah. Well, so when do you write that pilot? It'll sell. <laughs> Aragorn, did you do your homework? <laughs> call for Gondor. my spot. <laughs> Gondor calls for a... <laughs> what's... what's uh, I'm trying to... I can't come up with anything. Right, I had a moment where I was like, wait, how close are those in like character developments? But I don't think it works out. Like, there's no Rajesh for 
Lord of the Rings. Yeah, not really. Pippin? I don't know. No, Pippin is for sure fucking, was it Howard? Wallowitz? The weirdo? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Mary? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I guess that would check out. They're kind of like best friends. They hang out a lot. Mary's less known, doesn't speak out as much as this. I guess. All right. All right. Hang on. I'm I'm, I'm being corrected here. This pilot may have some legs already. (laughs) I just want to watch Lord of Rings now, Chris. (laughs) You're welcome. There goes your Sunday. Just back to back. back. Here's, Here's what I've been noticing. Like this past week, like so many things have like piled on. And now I've got this weird list of like to do things. And I hate that where it's just like, I, I had this kind of nice schedule laid out. And then, like, Sunday was, like, my fun day. I could just kind of, like, do whatever. And now I've got to, like, do a bunch of stuff tomorrow. It's ruined. Ugh. I need a haircut really bad, obviously. Uh, I need I need um, to do, like, I need grocery shopping. And then, like, I got into my car this morning. And it's and it beeped at me. It's, like, low tire pressure. And I'm, like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Like, sick. I need to take this in and get the tire, like, your or go and do the tires. You know, you know speaking of self-care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we only really have one segment on this whole goddamn show. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we bring it up every episode. Okay. That's How true. that conversation goes is dependent on the guest. And okay. that's All right. the nature of this beast. <laughs> but we do have the mental health check-in. And I'm not going to lie, knowing that you are, in fact, you know, a, a therapist, uh, I would be interested to know what, like, what your forms of self-care to get through mm-hmm. this apocalypse have been. Like, how are you maintaining? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I think, gosh, you know, like, my sleep has really been garbage, you know, just, I think a lot of people sleep kind of is one of the first things that can go when they're stressed or anxious. So really trying to like get good sleep, even when it's like really difficult, um, spending time with people safely, appropriately, you know, distance and all that, like has been really, really important. I think because I'm doing this alone, you know what I mean? Um, and then just, I think really for me, like finding those like creative things to do that I might not have had time to do, like when I'm working all the time and at Mike's like five nights a week, you know, um, is to, you know, with such like the sketch class or the pilot class, um, that feels really good to have that space. That's not like just about work and, and thinking about people and their challenges, you know, which I'm grateful that I get to do that work. Like, don't get me wrong, but I've got to have stuff for myself too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's helpful that way. Yeah. So I don't know. I wish I had better answers. I think, I think at this point, um, everyone's like doing all their coping skills, you know, and then they're just not working and people are like, what's wrong with my coping skills? And it's like, it's nothing wrong with your coping skills. (laughs) This is really fucking hard. We're all being traumatized. You know, I know certainly I can feel trauma symptoms in myself. Like I I know what they are, you know what I mean? And I mean, and it's, it's not over until it's over. We're not going to know like, and when yeah, things shit settle, is still stressful. Absolutely. That's why. That's why it's not working. Right. Because this just it it's it leveled up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. I think we 
maybe most of us had hope for the vaccine and that's been such a clusterfuck that, you know, it's really difficult, you know, to just have to push, like we can do anything if we know what the other side is going to be, you know, but yeah. being in that kind of internal, like, or that in between like transition space is really hard for humans. Like we just don't do well with it. So if they could say like by Halloween, everyone's going to be vaccinated. We'd be like, okay, I can handle that. I know what's coming. But when it's just like, I don't know, they, we keep losing them and there's not enough and all the bullshit that we're hearing. It just, I think it's it just almost hits that much harder because we finally had some hope and then it's kind of dashed a little bit, you know, dude, hearing how many vaccines are being just thrown mm-hmm. away. Oh, on mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. right. 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 I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know if y'all saw, like, I think it was like, was it last week we had snow? I can't tell time anymore, but uh, there was like, like a stoppage on the highway and there were a bunch there, they had some oh, vac- yes. like yeah, yeah, medical yeah. team who had vaccines and they're like, we don't want these to expire. So they literally went up and down the stopped highway giving vaccines because they didn't want to waste it. That's right. You know, like or, Grant's, Grant's Pass area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was one I saw, I just saw on Reddit this morning that like in the middle of the night, this like this warning uh, like an alarm went off that this freezer or you know refrigeration unit at a pharmacy wasn't going to last so they called up everybody on their list Mm -hmm. like come get them right now because they're gonna you know they're Mm -hmm. gonna last a couple more hours maybe this Mm -hmm. like boop 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 right right it's i mean i it's great i see a lot of healthcare workers and people like trying their hardest to get them out but Mm -hmm. it's it's like how Right. It's the one thing they said they had handled and and we were dumb enough to th- like bitch you thought like <laughs> you were going to get this. Nope. <laughs> one big fuck you on the way out the door. <laughs> um yeah, no and it's like it's certainly not the healthcare workers or like it's no, I mean it's the federal government's fault. Like oh, yeah. everyone else it's like everyone's just working with what they've got, you know, but we've just been abandoned by the federal government very clearly now. So you know, I think that's really scary too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's, it's a little, a little intense. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> more than, more than a little. I love how easy Biden's first like week has been for him though, just because as long as he was trying to do something, we were going to be like, you know what, fucking, that's nice. I appreciate that. And, and I love like the first three days is like, all right, all that shit's gone. Like, bye bye. Like, get that out. The way okay, etra sketch the last was, four years real quick like and good. <laughs> like that was baseline what we had to do. That got us back to as shitty as 2016, and now, mm-hmm. like, kind of <laughs> 2016 with a pandemic. No, it's no, it's still bad. Right, and, <laughs> and, and fascists, you know. Yeah, that that stuff. I mean, that's maybe that's been coming a while. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. I mean, they were still there in 2016. We just didn't oh, yeah. know about them. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought, like, I knew there were some Nazis, but I thought we all kind of agreed. You know, Grandpa went and fought the Nazis. I thought we were all on the same page, but turns out, no. There's a lot of people yeah, who left them. Apparently not shocked. everybody's grandpas fought them. No, I guess not. No, I don't know. It's really, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What dumb people. Mm-hmm. I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, but yeah, just speaking of just like mental health in general, I, like I say, I think we're all being traumatized. I'm really concerned about like frontline workers, even like you, Charlie, like with who are going to have PTSD when this is over. Um, I'm really concerned about that because we, we won't know again, we won't know what that looks like until it's done, but I'm concerned about that. Like it's going to be an epidemic of PTSD, I think. 
Yeah. I mean, I just, I was kind of like one of those shower moments and I was just like, it, it kind of just hit me like how many people have lost their life. And it's just like Mm -hmm. this completely ridiculous number. And you know what it was? It was because I watched like political streamers i watch like a lot of political news like all day which is probably not the best ever but i watch it in a kind of a humorous way and it's like we're making fun of it haha <laughs> like but um someone was like uh, some like right-wing uh pundit or something on fox was like uh oh you you mean to tell me that a u.s citizen is more dangerous than a foreign terrorist and it's like yeah (laughs) like how is that not abundantly clear like they're so stupid Mm -hmm. and they're killing people because they're so stupid like the i was i was looking at this map and it was like the heat heat map of covid cases uh from sturgis Mm -hmm. uh and it's just like it you just see this orange map just expand out just like like Mm -hmm. oh my god because they all went back home Mm -hmm. yeah And they brought souvenirs with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen. I, I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. I might have shown Chris too. Uh, all gas, no brakes. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a really incredible show, and this guy's a this really interesting dude. And he just goes to he went to Sturgis. He went to like the Flat Earth Convention or oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some you know something like that all over. He's been he's been to Portland a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that. Anyway, so he, the. There was, I was kind of watching this behind the scenes thing of at Sturgis and he's just like you know I don't want to add anything to the conversation I don't want to steer anybody anyway but they just come up and they just say like yeah masks are for sheep like blah 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 it's like I didn't say anything these guys just are waiting to say it with their whole chest like I don't care like so incredible that just blew my blew, blows me away people just have no concept of what's going on no and just in such like selfishness like you know i mean i think the mistake we made was telling at the beginning saying masks would protect other people like and i'm being genuine when i say that <laughs> because people were like well i don't care about that you know yeah. if it was like you know it'll make your dick grow or something like we would have been like on it <laughs> you know <laughs> priorities mm-hmm. priorities exactly. exactly so i think it was just like a failure of messaging from the start um right right the problem is we tried to go with honesty mm-hmm. and uh as we've experienced over the last four years they don't fucking like it mm-hmm. well Their and favorite just... human being on the planet is this orange cheeto that like just spouts nothing but un- unfactual things to the point where he had to get kicked off of social media because he'd be like yeah he's i'm sorry guys we can't just always put the tag on his thing every time and we're done <laughs> and i'm sick and i'm tired and go away. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it blows me away. It's just like how, and it's a huge amount of people, clearly, and and it's like now to see people scrabbling to like, you know, <laughs> suck Trump's dick essentially, so that mm-hmm. his followers be like, well, that guy's cool, you know. And the the video, like you saw, I'm sure you guys saw the video, where like on the floor of the senate and they're like going through the papers like taking pictures like yeah Cruz would want us to do this so it's all good it's like what mm-hmm. has Cruz mm-hmm. said that they were wrong 
No, because he's Ted Cruz and he's nice. a little troll and he lives under Donald Trump's bed and <laughs> licks his socks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just an <laughs> empty husk of a human being. Just nothing in there. No morality or anything. But that's what sociopathy can look like, you know? I mean, just like does not care. And sociopaths like don't have to be evil. I think that's like a big misconception. Like one yeah. in 25 people are sociopaths. They don't have to be bad, but when they are, it's really terrible because they just, they, their brains literally cannot do empathy. And, and I've come to believe that there's a spectrum of empathy, you know? And so those folks who like don't understand until it happens to them or someone they know, I think they literally can't because if you have empathy, you're not going to withhold it. Like that's not how it works, <laughs> you know? So I think there's like sociopathy on one side and I don't even know on the other side, but so that's where I think a lot of those folks come from is like, if they aren't seeing it. And so much of this country is just like, people who never leave their hometowns, like, you know, just like very sheltered in a way that they're like, well, why would I believe that? And then, you know, this is what we get. You know, if they, if they can't have empathy for a stranger, you know, dying because they had to have chicken nuggets, you know? Okay. But to be fair, have you been to Popeye's? Yeah. Mm. You brought up chicken nuggets. This is is a losing argument. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have celiac disease. So I fondly remember Popeye's, but it would not be good if I went there now. I know it's okay. It's the only thing that ever got me to stop eating fast food. So like there's upsides to it, but I do well remember Popeye's and those biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even give a shit about that chicken. I want Mm -hmm. those biscuits though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean that 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 does blow me away. Like I work at McMinimins. I like I I'm well aware this is not the best food in the world <laughs> that we're cooking. And just the amount of people who are like, oh yeah, I'll, I want to come in and eat and like walk around without a mask and ask you for the the bathroom code and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like you, there's people here. You don't like ah. <laughs> you don't see anything wrong about what's your behavior here. You're just gonna do whatever you want and. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Solid. Yeah, see, you've mentioned before that you worry about how you would react if you had to be a server to these people. But I worry about how I would react were I in your position. (laughs) Because in my brain are the words, get your dirty mouth hole away from the food. Bye. And that's it. That's the (laughs) only answer they would ever get. What's the bathroom code? Get your dirty mouth hole away from the food. Bye. <laughs> Luckily, like the food is a little bit separated from the from the plebs, from the, the proles. Um, <laughs> we have we have our own little bubble in the back, which is kind of nice. But it is open, and people can just like harass you from, and especially like if you're over by the bathroom, they can like shout over into the kitchen by the pizza oven, and you're just like what. And they're like, what's what's the bathroom code? I'm like, what? What? What's the bathroom? <laughs> Two, three, six, five. Like, it's insane. It's, yeah, if it's they were like, at home, they wouldn't need a code. You could just be yeah, exactly. I mean, you can use piece. your own bathroom. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: we've got like a giant TV on the patio, so that's why, mm. that's why. I, I was just like, your priorities. I just. Like a lot of people do to go and stuff, but even then they're like coming in and waiting and they're allowed to sit at tables um, as long as they're not eating or drinking. It's just kind of weird. Right. Cause at that point, <laughs> why not just give them the food and then get them out like just as fast, really? 
Well, I mean, like if they're if they're waiting for food, they're like the food to be cooked. They'll yeah, be I sitting guess. at a table while they're waiting. I mean, an organ is doing so much better than like most other places. It's, you know what I mean? It's true. It's really true. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I think we like we we had the um, kind of corporate instructions come down, and they were based off the organ guidelines. And I think we've been doing pretty well. I mean, we we haven't had any cases at our location. I've heard of other locations that are not doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Mm-hmm. When you're good at your job, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I just obviously I can't like don't can't control who goes into places and mm-hmm. who's sick and who's like secretly licking all the handrails or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like my family all lives in Florida, unfortunately, um, and it's like nothing. It seems like nothing stopped. It was all just always the same, like restaurants open the whole time like nothing and so it's just so shocking to me compared to here oh, yeah. yeah Ronda. i mean ron DeSantis essentially said there's mm-hmm. like there's nothing don't worry about it. like everything's open everything's optional like mm-hmm. uh it's just ridiculous and then like it, it exploded there for a while like mm-hmm. and he's like what do you mean there's you know we have zero cases it's like not quite <laughs> but mm-hmm. Which it's horrible. It's horrible. And there's so many. I mean, it's kind of a stereotype and a cliche, but there's a bunch of old people that live in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and their vaccine rollout, even compared to Oregon, has been just a disaster. Like they've been trying to get my dad an appointment for a month now and just can't even like get an appointment, can't even talk to anyone to get an appointment, you know? Um, and I think that partly is because they, are using or vaccinating old people first. Um, and there's just, like you say, so many of them. Um, but then it's like, who gets left behind? If you don't know who to call or if you're supposed to go online to schedule your vaccine and you don't have a computer and your grandkids are in wherever, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, who's like getting left out of this? Like, I don't know. I think some kind of polio style, just like everybody goes to the same place or they go door to door or something. Um, at some point, I think it's going to have to be or else we're never going to get herd immunity yeah i mean they've been doing the stuff like uh dodger stadium mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. that i'm hoping we start doing that here in portland mm-hmm. soon i mean be i know the convention center um a lot of like healthcare workers have been able to go there like that's opened up in the last week or two um so um that's like yeah uh, where they're kind of getting started with kind of more mass vaccinations versus before that it was just like kind of all over the place and you had to get an appointment and go there and, and yeah. do all that so yeah but not soon enough but there's new there's also like the astrazeneca one is coming yeah johnson and johnson i think there's like another one like uh jansen ah, okay yeah exactly so it's just a matter of like getting them manufactured so that's really i think the holding the sticking point right now as far as i can tell and then well and then as we've describe distribution as being a fucking nightmare Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) well there's that and then there there's they're doing studies to check um the effectiveness with the new strains Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but of course they don't have that many strains that they can or like Mm -hmm. samples these are international studies that take time to roll out so we don't know The AstraZeneca one I'm excited for. It just needs to be refrigerated. It doesn't need to be kept very cold. Oh, that's amazing. That's really um, great. But it is 
less effective than the Pfizer one, Moderna one. But. Yeah, but you're talking like 10% difference, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I figured I, it out. I, oh, go ahead. I, I think any vaccine is better than no vaccine because you're mm-hmm. going to start developing antibodies. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I think it's probably eventually going to be like a flu shot. And, you know, every year the flu shot, if it's like 60% effective, they're stoked, yeah. you know? Um, so the fact that we can even get close to like 80, 90%, like that's almost unheard of. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, not that y'all are saying this, but we shouldn't be disappointed even if it's not quite as effective because that's still significant yeah. in the land of vaccines, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, again, I'll take any vaccine mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> yeah. And is the AstraZeneca one or Johnson & Johnson? There's one that's one shot, not two. Oh, wow. I, think, I, I did not know that one. I think will be really big because I think getting that second shot is like also part of the big kind of pulled up because it's like three or four weeks later. It's a whole thing, you know. So. Oh, man, I can't. I just I, I cannot wait for things to be open again, for it to be safe mm-hmm. to be out amongst the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it does happen by June. Right. And everything is is fine and dandy again. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it one more time. Because I keep trying to do this every year and it never ever works. But god damn it, guys, I want to get real drunk and go to laser tag. All right. <laughs> We're gonna get all the people we can. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wreck house. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Um, I do think there's gonna be like a lot of outdoor comedies like in the spring and summer, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Um, there was that mic, that car mic that just got shut down, unfortunately, but a lot of people are enjoying that one. Yeah, we were just um, talking about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, why did it get shut down? Because they didn't have permission. Oh, um, <laughs> oh well. The whole, okay. I mean, and it went for a while, but I think last week a security guard came up and was like, what are you doing? And so as far as I know, they arranged with the owner of the property to have like one last time. But then it was like, you got to stop. It's not like safe. And there's no, I guess, porta potties were a thing. I don't know. Ah, okay. um, I guess there's certain like rules you have when you have to have people gathering but it went for like 10 weeks so it's pretty amazing yeah we we i mean we've been hearing about it we talked to a couple people about it. yeah i haven't even done like any zoom comedy or anything mm. since this all started yeah well, and what made you decide not to do that or like i mean like i say i tried it i didn't like it it was you know but I mean, I really don't know why I didn't do it at first, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. I think really at the time I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to take a break from comedy then mm-hmm. and I'll come back to it in a few months when we come back. And like mm-hmm. having a break made sense and I figured I'd be able to put my energies into the podcast mm-hmm. and get this all fleshed out so that by the time comedy was back in a few months, this was yeah. already better and stable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because this used to be, believe it or not, more chaotic. And so... (laughs) (laughs) I do like a little chaos, so it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you're kind of like in the groove now, I guess is what you're saying. I'm just like doing this regularly and making it a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I feel like I have, I need like a whole new... 10 minutes of, of bits. You know what I mean? I'm like, I had my stuff. I don't even remember half of it, you know? Um, just, and it doesn't, I don't know. Like we're never going to go back to the world. It was a year ago. 
you know, we're just not. So it feels like starting over with all that stuff too, you know? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of what's stopping me now though, is that I've, I haven't written a single joke Mm -hmm. in a year, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. if I went back, I'd just be doing the same jokes I was doing when I last stopped. Mm -hmm. And like, I know that everybody else has not been doing that. And I'm like, well, mm." and so there's, I don't know, I guess a bit of fear of that judgment of fuck has Chris been doing a podcast asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figure when we are allowed to go back and like have mics again, there's going to be plenty of people who are like, you're still doing that one. Okay. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, so I'm saying you won't be alone and I probably won't either, you know, but um, because I think a lot of people, it's hard to, it's hard to be creative when, things are shitty it just really is well chris we've uh, kind of eaten away at that time again we uh we tend to do that yeah <laughs> we've, we've we've come down to the end of another one eliza i do want to thank you for coming on to the show today uh this has been great i'm glad that you could really put some insight into the mental health check this is probably the most professional it'll ever be (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) well thanks i like thanks for having me it was super fun i was really excited and yeah i mean i guess if you know for the listeners it's just like everyone's doing their best give yourself a break this is hard just because we're all like kind of getting used to it doesn't make it any easier it just means humans are resilient and we put up with a lot of shit that we shouldn't have to you know because we can adapt to it so just hang in there it'll you know things will change things always do but we just don't know when yet i think that's a great message to end on (laughs) beautiful bye (laughs) well uh there you go another great episode uh recorded on in the can in the can in the can (laughs) chris uh hey what did we learn today uh we learned that uh i'm still supposed to be doing zoom comedy and uh i still have not done what my therapist said yeah uh we learned that life is a nightmare Uh uh-huh and Uh, our coping our coping mechanisms just aren't cutting it anymore (laughs) frequently yeah 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 and uh and that there's hope we learned that that there's hope there's hope and we're just gonna we're gonna hold we're just gonna we're just gonna hold it real tight (laughs) just just don't let it go well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and as always you can catch our older episodes on spotify uh apple podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts including now youtube that's right there's a youtube channel and on the youtube channel full episodes unedited full conversations will be up uh the week after they air on shady pines radio which of course you can listen to us if you're listening to us right now on shady pines radio uh, then you already know it's every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Boom. That's all you need to know. Uh, anything else? Oh, patreon.com slash everything podcast. Everything and nothing. 2020 at hotmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, 
Help me name my cat, guys. Send Help me an Chris email. name his cat. Uh, we were going to name a strip club a couple episodes ago. I do I do also want follow-up there, guys. Nobody has helped us name our yeah, fantastic futuristic strip club. Oh Listen to Benjamin Tears episode. That's right. And uh, if in fact, go on the YouTube. Check out the watch full Benjamin e- Tears uned- episode. <laughs> full unedited episode. You know? Drop a, drop a like. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Right, Are we it. done whoring ourselves out right now? <laughs> Jesus. F- bye. Bye. Shady Pines Radio. <laughs>